God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This is Will Rice, and First Light is a brief Bible challenge encouraging you to read God's Word, to think about God's Word, and to live it in real life. Do you like mysteries? In First Chronicles chapter 10, we have a sort of whodunit. You have someone who is dead, someone who has been killed, and the question is, who did it? Now, we all know who did it, but do we really? And the person in question is King Saul. Uh, if you read the Bible, who killed King Saul? Well, we know the, the context. Uh, the Philistines were on the move, and Israel was in retreat. Uh, in Mount Gilboa, uh, Saul fled and then was killed. So who killed Saul? Well, uh, we learn in verse 4 of 1 Chronicles chapter 10 that the armor-bearer was asked by Saul to take his life, but he did not do it. Then said Saul to his armor-bearer, Draw thy sword and thrust me through therewith, lest these uncircumcised, meaning the Philistines, come and abuse me. But his armor-bearer would not, for he was sore afraid. So Saul took a sword and fell upon it. So the Bible tells us that Saul's armor-bearer refused to kill Saul. In uh, 2 Samuel chapter 1, verse 10, we read about an Amalekite, so he claimed, who came to David claiming that he had killed Saul. He said, gave the story that Saul had asked him to uh, end his life, and the Amalekite had done it. Uh, this was a lie. He, he sought to ingratiate himself with David, and that certainly did not work. Uh, in verse 4, you also find who did kill Saul. The Bible says, so Saul took a sword and fell upon it. But when you get to verse 13, you find a kind of a hidden source of all this. The Bible says, so Saul died for his transgression, not in response to the Philistines, not in, in response to wounds that had been inflicted in battle, for his transgressions against whom? Which he committed against the Lord, even against the word of the Lord, which he kept not. And also for asking counsel of one that had a familiar spirit to inquire of it. So he did not listen to God, and he did ask for help from essentially the enemies of God. Verse 14 concludes, and inquired not of the Lord, therefore, here's the reason Saul died. He inquired not of the Lord, therefore, he, God, slew him and turned the kingdom unto David, the son of Jesse. You know, the Bible talks about the fact in numerous places that God is the, the ruler, the sovereign of kings and kingdoms. Not all these are noble or good or godly, but all of them are under the control, ultimately, of God Almighty. And so what you find here is that to inquire of God, to ask of God, not another, but God, to inquire of God is to acknowledge who is sovereign. The same God who Saul refused to ask for guidance turned the kingdom unto David, the son of Jesse. So who set up Saul? Who set up David? Who was ruling in the affairs of men? You know, the fact is that there, there's a God in heaven. He's the one that turned the kingdom unto David. What about you today? Who are you asking? So many of us have just a sea of, of faces and a, a symphony or, or a cacophony of voices in our heads. Who do we look to? Who do we turn to? Who do we, who do we ask? Who do we hearken to? Who do we listen to? Well, the answer is there, there's one that knows the beginning from the end and can give the guidance that we need for our, our lives and for our questions each day, and that is God. When you ask God for God, acknowledge that God is sovereign. That's what David did 
although he was not perfect. That's what David did in his life, and that's what Saul refused to do. And that's what led to the end of his kingdom and, and the close of his life. So what about you? To inquire of God is to acknowledge who is sovereign in your life today.